Hello friends and welcome to the Stefan Eli podcast. On this episode, I will be going through my journey with ayahuasca that I recently went on here in Mexico. Uh, right before I start the podcast, I just want to let you know how you can support the podcast, the music, all the creations I'm doing. Uh, first off, if you want to share, uh, that's the most wonderful way you can help out by telling your friends, sharing it on Instagram, uh, posting on social media, uh, telling your mom and you know everyone. <laughs> and uh, you can also head over to Patreon. Uh, it's all linked in the podcast and on my Instagram bio and my website and everything uh, and on Patreon you can subscribe for exclusive content and pay a little money monthly for that and that really helps me out. Uh, you can also listen to my music on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you listen to music and yeah you, you know how it goes if you want to help me out you know comment on the Instagram posts or like it and and all this beautiful stuff. So, and yeah, I got a new song out, which is called Peace on Earth is Here and Now. You'll find that one on Spotify and wherever you listen to music. <laughs> so let's get to the topic of today's episodes. It's uh, my journey with ayahuasca here in the jungle in Mexico. It's now been, um, I want to say, two weeks since I went on the ayahuasca journey and this was my first encounter with that medicine. Uh, I don't know exactly how I'm going to structure this podcast. I'm kind of just going to go with the flow and see what I want to tell you. I got some things in my notes that I'm going to look at and, and that I've written down. You know, I, I wrote down the whole experience and every vision and every thought and all that. I I tried to put down uh, as much as I could, but of course with experiences like this, uh, a lot of the things can't be really translated into words, but I tried my best. So to start with, for those of you that don't know what ayahuasca is, it is a sacred plant medicine used here in uh, South and Central America, which combines two different uh, plants, one of them being the chacruna leaf, and one of them being the ayahuasca wine itself, or a tree bark. And uh, when combined together, they produce a very psychedelic effect because uh, the active ingredient, DMT, is a psychoactive compound very similar to uh, both psilocybin, mescaline, uh, LSD... Uh, and DMT, yes, is the one that's in ayahuasca. And when ingested like this, it produces a psychedelic journey which uh, distance you, distances you from your perception of uh, your body. It uh, opens up the mind to receive information uh, usually not uh, received by the mind. And... What it does in its essence is it dissolves boundaries. So the harsh boundaries of who you think you are in your mind and your ego structure, the idea plex that is your ego, what you call yourself, uh, loosens up. And when that happens, 
you open yourself up to seeing things in very uh, different ways than you normally do. It can produce visual, uh, I don't want to say hallucinations, but you, you see things in your visual uh, field that you usually don't see. Very intense visions also when you close your eyes and you can leave your body to enter into spaces uh, beyond the, the three-dimensional realm. And those are the spaces which really can't be described with words or uh, images or anything because in their inherent nature they are different than the physical realm. And so when we try to, for example, paint a five-dimensional picture in a three-dimensional landscape, it, it's impossible. Just like if you were to try to paint the three-dimensional picture in a two-dimensional landscape. So, this medicine has been used for centuries by the indigenous tribes of the Amazon uh, in Brazil, Costa Rica, uh, many different countries in South and Central America. And it has a very spiritual component to it. It's always done in a ritual setting where people come together, uh, light a fire, come together in a circle play a lot of music, uh, dance a lot, sing a lot, and do many different things. Uh, praying is a part of it, and this changes people's lives. It makes people see uh, life in a different way, gives them new perspective on what reality is, what their role in life is, and also offers profound healing both on uh, the mental physical and spiritual level so for me i was invited to this ceremony a friend of mine told me about it uh, and we packed our bags we took a sleeping bag took some water uh, and went into the jungle where then we were greeted by the uh, brazilian shamans which were hosting the ceremony coming all the way down from the Brazil and we started off in the evening around 9 or 10 o'clock setting things up you know getting firewood getting everyone comfortable and in their spot and after the shamans from Brazil the shaman is the medicine man the one serving the ayahuasca uh, they told us all about the medicine where they come from where the medicine came from, what we could expect from the ceremony and uh, all of that beautiful stuff. And then before uh, taking the medicine, we took another medicine called rape, which is a pulverized tobacco and ash mixed with different herbs from the jungle that shot up your nose. They have like uh, this pipe that they put up your nose and they blow it. Uh, and it produces a very uh, shocking effect at first when you first get it into your system it's a uh, it can be quite a lot you know you feel like your face is lit on fire and uh, you might feel like you need to shake your body out or jump or scream or sneeze or whatever uh, but after that it, it can be very grounding connecting you down to the earth 
giving you uh, awareness of your body and a beautiful medicine. But this time it was quite strong. They had two different uh, types and they asked me, which one do you want? And I said, ah, okay, of course I'll take the stronger one. You know, I'm here for the real thing. I'm not going to half-ass it. <laughs> so I took the stronger medicine and uh, for me it was a little bit too much because just the amount of nicotine was something my body is not used to uh, so I felt quite nauseous after it and needed like 20 minutes to come back to myself I, I, I was a little bit scared that I had messed up the ceremony beforehand by taking too much of this <laughs> but it all ended up being okay but some people were puking already after the just the rape medicine and ah, it was it was a good one though but yes then we started drinking the medicine and when we start drinking the shamans they start playing music you know they got drums they got rattles shakers singing guitars as well and a lot of different things um, and when I drank my first cup, uh, I honestly did not feel too much. I drank the first cup and uh, I was waiting and waiting and there was nothing much that came to me. I, I started to see my thoughts shift a little bit. I, I could see how I was uh, a little bit more open to different pathways of thought. And I think possibly I saw a slight difference in my visual per perception of reality. But other than that, it was not too much. So when they offered the second cup, I went straight away and got that one. And that's when the journey... Sorry guys for the sounds here. I'm in the middle of a park. I don't know if it's going to be too much. Let's see how it goes. So... <laughs> Oh, I took a little break to check the audio, but now we're back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when I took the second cup, that's when the journey really started for me. And so what happened is I waited for maybe 10 minutes after drinking it, and then I felt the urge to puke. And that's what happens to most people when they drink this medicine is they purge out and they puke and sometimes people even poop themselves and different things and that's not something to be afraid of it's actually very good it both cleanses your body but also it can help you get rid of things that you need to let go of uh, it's very symbolic when you are purging out on the ground you can really put an intention into it to release what you want to let go of and what isn't serving you so I puked and I puked after this second cup and that's when the journey really started. Uh, I started to see that uh, my visual perception was way different. I saw divine geometry in the mud on the ground, in the trees above me. Uh, it was very beautiful and I closed my eyes to just dive into meditation and when I did that, I entered into this very emotional landscape uh, and I got the opportunity to explore uh, my own mind, my subconscious, my feelings and emotions and what's, you know, behind uh, 
my identity. And one of the first things I saw was I saw myself as being the sun. So my face was smiling uh, with the biggest smile uh, in the world. And I saw myself just being the sun, radiating life out to life and love out to everyone and everything unconditionally, no matter what, just like the sun does. Uh, and it was such a beautiful moment because I saw that this is how I want to live and lead my life. To be someone who brings light into the lives of others, inspires, heals and heightens the vibration in the situation I am in. Uh, and I saw I don't want to let anyone lower my vibration down to their vibration. If it's lower, I rather want to be a source of bringing things up and bringing people to joy and, and peace and creativity. And it was very beautiful for me seeing myself as the sun like this. Uh, and at the same time, I, I was connecting to my family. I was praying a lot for them, sending blessings. And I saw the power of prayer, the power of intentionally sending out blessings to loved ones. And, you know, at some points there I was crying. I was trying to take on some pain of different people close to me seeing if I could take on the pain myself and transmute it into something beautiful because uh, it's hard to see people close to you go through pain and you really want to help but sometimes you can't do that by you know telling them just snap out of it or just find your way or something sometimes it has to be uh, done through prayer or transmutation like this and I really was crying a lot just feeling it and I really saw how if I brought into awareness uh, a person or uh, a group of people I could send them a blessing through non-local uh, communication and I found this way where I would blow air out, like, and I saw myself sending blessings throughout the cosmos like this. And I started doing it for my family and then my friends and then just everyone that I have ever encountered and will encounter. And then I was sending blessings to all humanity and all the animals and the plants and eventually just the whole universe. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Ah. And so now I'm checking out notes on my phone here because I have, uh, have it written down here. I, I was really just praying for health and wellness and peace and love for the people of the earth. Um, and... I realized how nice it is to do something in honor of something else. For example, I had a shaker uh, that they gave me an instrument to shake. And I saw how if I put into the shaker the energy of uh, love for the people and for the earth, uh, it's so good to do something to represent something else. And, you know, that's what life is. It's a collection of metaphors and you know that's all languages as well 
languages a collection of abstract uh, mouth noises that represent some feelings or some things that exist in real life so we use it uh, in representation of something else and I saw how you can do that with whatever like you can just sing in honor of your mom or dance for the birds or breathe for the trees or whatever it might be and it brings so much peace to you and it opens up your energy uh, so ayahuasca is a very distinct consciousness the plant has a spirit of its own and you can communicate with the spirit and uh, the communication does not happen verbally, at least not for me, where I felt like I was having conversation through language, but it happens very visually and through feeling and emotion. And the spirit is very maternal, meaning that it's a feminine spirit, a nurturing, loving one, and a very natural one even though the things you will see will be very out of this world in many ways uh, it still feels like you've seen it before or you're remembering something that's deep within your heart or deep within your roots the core of yourself uh, even though yes I like I say it feels like some new visions and something very different than what we see naturally from the day, on, on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, it's a remembering and, and you see you've been there before. And the spirit can guide you in many ways and show you many uh, different things connecting to your own life and connecting to nature. And, and I, I was trying my best to understand and communicate with this spirit, asking who are you and what are you doing and you know how am I actually seeing what I'm seeing right now uh, and one of the lessons that she gave me was that if you want something for yourself the best way to receive it is to cause another to have it so for example if you want to feel joy yourself cause another to feel joy because you can't give away something you don't have uh, and when you cause someone else to have something, you give it away and you send a signal to the universe saying, I must have it because I'm giving it away. The same thing with money. If you want money for yourself, give money away. Give it to someone who needs it because you're signaling the universe and you're telling it, I'm someone who has abundant amounts of money. And if I can give it away, that must mean that I have it. And... I saw that this is the key because also when you give something away to another, you are giving it to yourself because we are all the same thing. We might appear different uh, and we might appear like uh, individuations of the divine incarnate in different forms, but like a, a poem that I posted on Instagram the other day, you know, the trees, they are 50% of your lungs because without the trees, you, you couldn't breathe. So you need them just as much as you need your lungs to breathe. And 
What goes around comes around. Uh, when you put something out, you get that same thing in. It might take some time in the universe because we're living in this relative space-time uh, experience right now. But you realize on the medicine that it is all one and the same. And so if you hurt another, you're hurting yourself. And... Uh, if you say something mean, uh, you're saying that to yourself as well. So, uh, I ended up drinking, drinking even more medicine after this. Uh, there were four times in the ceremony where we were offered medicine and I actually drank five cups. Uh, I don't know what it was with me because some people only drank the first cup and they were blast off for the whole evening. They didn't need anything more. But for me, it it was very powerful, but it didn't last super long each cup. Maybe an hour or so I would be in my experience and then I would close the portal, close the gate and be back into normal perception. And then I felt called to drink more. So when I went for the third time, I went to the shaman and I said, Hermano, quiero abrir mi corazón which means I want to open my heart. And he gave me a cup of ayahuasca and I drank it. And then I said, hermanito, puedes darme más, which means, uh, can you give me more? And so <laughs> he looked me in the eyes and he says, oh, hermano, quieres más? Do you want more? So he poured the full cup, the next one, to the brim and gave it to me and I saw the look in his eyes he knew I was in for something deep and so when I drank that cup I I waited and I waited for maybe 15 minutes and there was not much happening but then I felt the urge to puke and so I puked and I puked and I was cleansing myself and letting go of habits and ideas that I know that don't serve me and I saw it all coming out and at the same time, the DMT, I could just feel it start to circulate through my blood. And I was looking at my own puke there on the ground. And I know that for some of you, this might, may sound a little bit strange. But in the puke, I saw the shadow of myself. I saw the darkest aspects of myself. And I forced myself to look into it. And through looking into my own puke like this... I could see the darkest, deepest, meanest, most disgusting aspects of myself. How I can be a monster, how I can be a terrible person if I... Like, it's a possibility, it exists within me. And I felt myself so repelled, I didn't want to look into it. And my, like, my face and my whole body was just thinking, I don't want to look at it. But I forced myself, look, look, look. And in that, through seeing those terrible shadow aspects of myself, I saw that by examining that, I can choose to go into the light. Because to experience the light, you must know the shadow. There is no light without dark. There is no good without evil. Uh, so through looking at that, I could see that I have the choice to step into my own light and be the one who radiates the light and decides not to express the shadow and not to live as a 
incarnation of the darker sides of myself. And at this time, the medicine is coming at me so, so, so strong. So all I could do was lie back and close my eyes. And I feel myself exiting my physical body. I just leave it behind and I drop down into this matrix of the most magnificent art and the most beautiful tapestries, geometries, these halls and churches of divine, divine art. I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe the beauty of what I was seeing because it was so profound. And I was asking myself, who can create this? Who came up with this? Who is the one who... Uh, is responsible responsible for making this beauty. I, I couldn't hold back the tears. And what happened was Ayahuasca, she completely took me out of the known world. She took me out of the earth, out of the human body, and she erased my memory of it completely. She took me into this matrix where... You know, I would love to try to describe this for you guys, but it can't be described with words because it's it's beyond that which can be said. Uh, everything I would try to say about that place would, uh, right when I start to say it, would not be it because words in their inherent nature limit things and they put them in boxes and individuate them into, you know that which is this and that which is not this but in the psychedelic realm it, the rules are different and this is something you just have to see for yourself if you want to understand but she erased all of my memory of uh, the earth and all of my memory of being a human and after being in that space, space which I can't describe she started putting together the pieces one by one and she started telling me the story the story of this galaxy and in that galaxy there exists a planet which is called planet earth and right away i was like wow what is that a galaxy and a planet earth you know i've never heard of anything so strange i was saying to her and she keeps on telling me the story on this planet there has evolved life and she showed me the evolution from you know, the plants to the animals, the fungi, and, and I was mind blown. I could not believe what I was seeing. It, for me, it was so profound and at the same time so strange to see, like, what is this situation? You know, what is going on? Uh, and then she shows me in the animal kingdom, there evolved one animal in the species of monkeys, which started to distance itself from the natural flow of things. and started to build very rigid boxes to live in and uh, started to do many different things that other animals don't do uh, you know all the different things that humans do you know how we are <laughs> and then she hit me with the dagger when she told me and you are one of those and it hit me like a slap in the face like are you kidding me, mama? Ayahuasca, are you kidding me? I'm a human. I'm one of these monkeys. I couldn't believe it. Like, it was, for me, it was too strange. It was, 
too weird of a situation to uh, for me to believe it. I could not see this to be true. Like, how am I one of these? And she was like, yeah, man, you're one of them. <laughs> this is your life. You wake up every day. You uh, exist in your monkey body. You walk around. You try to uh, feed yourself and relate to other monkeys. And that's your life, man. And I, I was mind-boggled, you know. I, when she had completely taken me out of it and then put me back like this, I could not believe it. But when I started to sink into the reality and I started to remember myself as a human, I felt so alive. I, I was like, wow, this is a beautiful experience. We're here on planet Earth, mother spaceship, riding through time and space. And we get the opportunity to create, co-create with all the other animals, the plants, the spirits and everything together. And she told me, open your eyes, look around. And I open my eyes and I touch my body and I see, wow, I'm here, you know, I'm, I'm existing. And I saw the fire and, you know, this is four in the night or something. Uh, and I saw the fire and I see my friend there and he's just dancing his ass off around the fire. So I burst out laughing just <laughs> I am existing, I'm here. And I just got up and I felt my body and all I could do was pick up the shaker and start dancing and laughing and smiling. And I was just so thankful to be alive. I was so thankful to be here in this experience called life and I just danced and I danced and I danced and I did it in honor of the people, in honor of love, in honor of life, in honor of planet earth and it was such a beautiful experience guys. I, I really can't describe it with words. The amount of gratitude I felt was so, so, so much. Um, and yeah, so we stayed up the whole night. I didn't sleep for a single second. Uh, I was just drinking more and more medicine, uh, connecting with the people through love and through music. I ended up playing some music myself and played this song. And right after I finished it, I just put down the guitar, puked on the ground and went back into meditation. Mm. Ah, sip of water and I spent a lot of time just with closed eyes meditating on well it's, it's different from meditation because you're journeying through these different realms you actually go to a different place and I know for a lot of you it can be hard to believe if you have a closed mindset that that only 3D reality exists, only physical reality is what's real, but you, when you go into this, there's no denying that there's more to it. And the creation is so much more vast and so much more profound than we could ever think of. And your soul actually leaves your body and enters into different spaces. And for me, I was communicating a lot with the ayahuasca and I was asking her about different things. And she could be confusing at times. She would make me believe I was in a situation where I was talking to another human being, where I was having an encounter, and I was sure that I was actually 
here on earth talking to someone or having a conversation or something and then I would come into awareness I would ask myself who am I talking to and then I realized I was just talking to myself like I was the one making it up and it was the same way at some point I uh, was going into a very stressful thought uh, where I was you know stressing about the future and I was somehow worrying about some things that were to come and it was starting to be super dark and like ah not good thoughts and then I realized wait who is the one doing the thinking here it's me so I saw if I don't want to go down this thought all I have to do is decide not to so I just stopped thinking about it and it disappeared and it was so profound for me to see that you know some stones are better left unturned uh, there are so many things in life you know if you spent your whole life just uh, talking about negative things or just thinking about negative things you would never run out of things to think about like you could go your whole life every second of it and you wouldn't run out of things to talk about negative ones but the same goes for positive ones you could spend your whole entire life talking or thinking about positive things and you would never run out of them so the choice is yours which one are you going to put your focus on and for me the answer is quite clear i'm going to put my focus on the positive and you know i know if i wanted to i could think about negative things and i could stress over things and i would have more than enough stressful things to think about but it doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve you either it doesn't serve any of us so yeah, it was profound for me to see that I am the creator of my own thoughts. I am the one who designs this. And, you know, guys, there were so, so many different things uh, that I saw in this. It would take me forever to go through all of them. Uh, but I'm, I'm going through uh, my notes here on the phone to tell you some more things. Um at one point in the journey, I completely left my ego and entered into an awareness of everything existing, where I identified as the whole, as God, as the universe itself. There was no separation. And in that moment, I could see the loneliness of God. I could see that being the only thing that is you're always just looking at yourself you're just communicating with yourself when you speak to another being when you do something you're talking to yourself and i could see the loneliness and it reminded me of this idea you know what happens when a person is put into isolation in a prison in a matter of uh, a day or two they will start hallucinating characters and uh, friends in their minds to have some sort of other to communicate with because you go mad by just being yourself and I saw how with God it's the same story when you're the only thing existing you need to hallucinate into reality some sort of other in order for an experience to be had and so I saw how the whole physical universe and the whole creation is a hallucination by God in order not to be alone. So 
it pretends to be you and it pretends to be me and it pretends to be all these things in order to get to know itself because without uh, another you could not know yourself we only know ourselves in relationship to something else and this was profound for me to see there uh, seeing that we're all one and we're all God in drag you know like they say <laughs> uh, and I if you want to listen to my poem that I posted on Instagram that's a beautiful one uh, it's called We Are All One inspired by this journey as well uh, I also saw the power of music in this like the music didn't stop in the whole ceremony they kept on rocking the whole time drumming, chanting, singing using flutes, whistling uh, you know, you name it and that really guides the ceremony because the beat and the melody they they ground you and they open up portals you can see how certain uh, sounds and certain rhythms can open up spaces in these psychedelic realms where maybe you know i was experimenting with syllables like ma ma this ex uh, expression opened a certain uh, door into this realm but then if i say pa pa it's a different energy and you know it can't be described with words guys but it's no coincidence that in the ceremonies throughout the ages music has always been a cornerstone and for me the two different cornerstones are music and movement the way you move your body and channel the energy through can open up portals as well and open up gates to different dimensions different perceptions and wow it's profound guys it's it's really profound you know i also enjoyed just seeing the different people that came to the ceremony coming from all walks of life uh, and going through very different things you know uh, it's it connects you so much to the humans that you're with in the ceremony and after it the night no the morning after i felt so close with all the people i felt so connected to them having gone through something like this together really really connects you and like i will say this is one of the most profound experiences i've had in my life the things i saw they gave me such a different outlook on how i want to lead and live my life I want to be someone who inspires joy and creativity in the people around me, someone who expresses themselves through song, through dance, through you name it, you know. I just want to be a creator and I want to inspire others to be the same. Because, you know, why are we here? That's something I asked myself, you know. We sometimes forget to ask ourselves, what are we doing here? You know, did we just come here to earn money, to pay for our Netflix subscription and our food and run that same loop over and over again or did we come here to dance and to sing and to move and hug and kiss and make love and all of these things why are we here you know ask yourself this why are you here uh, and I also saw that when we move away from ceremony like this like we've done in western society we've 
we've made made these things illegal we've made the medicines illegal and we've distanced ourselves from each other and from nature and you know with things like covid we're isolating ourselves more and more and more going deeper and deeper into the digital landscape on our phones and and i saw that we need to get back to the ceremony we need to get back to the sacred we need to get back to connection and authentic human love with each other because that's what opens ourselves up to see how magnificent the creation is how beautiful life is and our place in it why did we come here we came to fucking sing we came to fucking dance and we came to fucking love Whew. guys disease breeds when we move away from this sort of connection we move away into unnatural synthetic ways of living isolation uh, and we need to get back to the sacred uh, they can't keep the medicine from us they can't keep on making it illegal trying to keep the real medicine away from people you know ah uh, it just isn't possible and i see it here you know the people won't allow it the people they won't allow the corporations or the government to keep this away from them and try to t sell them a myth that this is somehow bad or from the devil or something no 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 this is who we are we are the plants we are the animals we are the earth we are the cosmos we are god we are creation we are all that is and when we step into that we start to experience life so much more fully and we get so much more joy so much more peace and love in our hearts because if it isn't for that why are we living you know is it worth it to live your whole life in security uh, you know following orders following what the system tells you you're supposed to do if you don't actually feel alive or at peace or if you don't feel the true love of just existing this is what the medicine showed me guys and this can be uh, tapped into through many different medicine ayahuasca is a powerful one but psilocybin mushrooms uh, bufal various toad medicine lsd they are different and they have their own characteristics but the common thread is that they dissolve boundaries they dissolve ego and they lead to greater connection to nature the cosmos god life love and you know you have to be careful with this it's not uh, something to just mess around with because these are very powerful medicines and they can if not used correctly you can pick up bad identity no bad uh, entities or you can fracture yourself if you don't manage to put your ego back together but they offer a window into a different way of perception and they offer uh, an opportunity to shift your life and a lot of people they completely change their life after experiences like this and for the better they're starting to allow now more and more research into psychedelics, uh, which was made illegal uh, for the past few decades, uh, out of fear that people would stop obeying to 
the government, you know, uh, and now finally people are seeing this is curing depression, this is curing anxiety, this is, you know, it's just making people enjoy life more. And that's what all we want, that's all we're trying to seek. <laughs> so <laughs> I've gone on quite the rant here, guys, but it's a. Uh, I think it's an important discussion to have and I want to talk more about this sort of stuff with you guys on here and on Instagram and on all the platforms. And I really would love to hear how you guys think about this, you know, what are your ideas about this? What have you been taught by your parents or by your schools about what life is? You know, these medicine shows show me that a lot of the structures in place in society are not serving us at this point. You know, the school system, the money system, the uh, the work system, all of these different things, uh, they are making us slaves to something which doesn't serve us. And we need to rethink the way we're structuring our experience here on the planet, not to mention the way we're treating the animals, the plants and each other, you know, just we have to honestly think about if the paradigms in place are serving us or not and we have to be open to let go of the ideas we thought we were true and be brave enough to challenge our own ideas because most of your own ideas are not your own they've been taught to you by you know teachers by politicians by your parents and I'm not saying that people have a bad agenda. They're not trying to do something bad for you like your parents. But maybe they just didn't know any better. And maybe you need to be the one who steps farther. Because you have to evolve beyond what your parents thought. Because otherwise we will just stay stagnant and stay the same. It can be very hard and difficult. But we have to be brave enough to examine these ideas and come together and talk about them you know put them on the table without attachment to i'm right you're wrong you know we have to come together and and see you know what is it that we're here to do and how are we gonna do it guys oh this is a beautiful life we're in huh <laughs> i love it and i i'm gonna do more work with these medicines and i'm gonna explore more and more i'll put my experiences out there i feel a calling to be someone who shares this to be someone who uh, opens up the conversation and yeah you know all in all it's a it's a beautiful thing and i i wish that what i've now tried to articulate for you guys is inspiring i hope it inspires you to start creating more start loving more fully <sighs> yeah I, I don't know what to say more guys it's i i could i could go on forever and i only shared with you a fraction of the things i actually saw and the things i experienced but you know i i just wish you all the best i wish you a big blessing in your life i wish that you may start to experience more love, more light, creation, peace, and connection in your heart. So, again, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, if you want to support 
head over to Patreon. There you can find ex- exclusive content and pay. If you had, head over to my website, stefaneli.life, you find all you need. Uh, my Instagram, you know where it's at. And what helps me the most is just sharing, sharing, sharing. If you can share the podcast with your friends, listen to the music on whatever platform you like. You know, put it on repeat overnight to help me get those streams up. Put it on your playlist. Comment on the Instagram posts. I know it doesn't seem like a big thing for you, but it really does help me. So if you want to support, you can go ahead and do all of that. I'll be here trying my best to radiate out love, light and peace to all of you guys. I hope that you're doing well. You know, you can always contact me on Instagram or on my website or you know however you want to reach out and i get back to all of you guys if you have any questions put them out there you know put them in the comments if you're watching on youtube or send them to me and so without further ado big blessing big kiss big hug to all of you guys love and light peace